This week we're going to be drinking Vista El Val, or View of the Valley if you prefer me English-like. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun, and tell you what's in my mug. So this coffee comes from the same region in Costa Rica that has given us the wonderful Finca de Licho and the amazing Arbar, uh, El Mantiel and Oasis, um, which is, it's the Western Valley and it's Lourdes de Naranjo. And I'm super excited to present this coffee to you today. The farm is located at 1500 to 1600 meters above sea level and is owned in partnership by Oldemar Arieta Lobo and Marlena Brenes Morena. Um, and the farm is called Vista El Bal, which translates as view of the valley and I'm sure you understand why if you've taken a look at some of the pictures um, that are on uh, the website it's just absolutely amazing and um, Oldemar and Marlena uh, are also processing the coffee themselves which is very common in Costa Rica in their virtually brand new micro mill which is only in its fourth year of production um, they both learnt their skill while working for other mills and other people and now they're able to do it themselves on their own mill um, they own three farms. Um, this one surrounds the home where they live. Um, the others are called Zapote and Fidel. Um, and Fidel won Cup of Excellence two years ago. So two years into processing, they won a major, major award. Um, the varietal on this farm is Villasarchi uh, and Katura, uh, which is very common for Costa Rica, particularly Villasarchi. Um, and they use um, a, uh, a drying process with a polytunnel um, to get the yellow honey process. So this is great. We're bringing back something that I kind of killed off about 200 episodes ago. It seems nothing is ever dead. Even Roland's daft back might come back at some point. Um, but this is Snozzer in the bowl. Um, something I used to love doing, and I always do with coffees. The first thing I do before I'll cup them is smell them. So let's get the Snozzer in there. And there's a predominant flavour coming off this one. Um, it smells super citrusy. I want you to think a freshly squeezed lemon, that kind of sharpness, that kind of zing, um, the zap in there. Um, there's not a lot else coming off the aromas of this. It really is just citrus lemon, um, but it's amazing. And um, you should do this at home, even when you're just brewing in your Chemex. Once you've ground it up, just have a quick sniff before. It gives you such a, an idea of what's to come in the cup. So here I am at the roaster and um, I'm going to talk a little bit about this mill and this mill won kept Cup of Excellence back in uh, 2013 and I thought this was a good chance to tell you about what the Cup of Excellence is uh, being as I've just got back from Cup of Excellence in Burundi. So Cup of Excellence is a stringent selection process and competition that's currently held in 10 countries. The aim of the competition is to find a true coffee of excellence, the best coffee that that country has from that harvest. Uh, this is done by first of all involving a team of people involved in coffee producing within the country that it's being judged to select the best entered samples. This can range anything from 400 to over a thousand. And then these will then be cupped and cooked on taste quality only. Uh, and the best will pass through the selection process. From this, those 
three to thousand samples will be put down to 60 and they'll be forwarded to an international jury. And this jury is selected from all around the world by some of the most influential coffee buyers. Um, some reason they asked me as well, but um, not quite sure why. Um, and this is not related to the size of the mill or this, anything else. It's, it, it's down to the quality of the, um, the coffee and the cupping skills of those jurors will select the very best coffees. Um, the jurors will cup them once and this will be blind um, without any information of the sample at all. It'll just have a code number. And then these scores will be compiled by an external auditor um, to show transparency, fairness, uh, and everything that scores 86 or higher, and that's 86 out of 100, will then go through to the second stage of cupping. Um, and the amount that can go through can depend on anything from I've seen as low as 10 and I've seen as high as 45. Um, these coffees are scored again, and anything not going over 86 will not go forward to the internet auction. Anything over 86 will then go um, through, with the top 10 being cupped again. Um, and this cupping will determine their final place in that top 10 and where it goes in the auction. The winning one getting a massive prize of a huge prize when it goes to uh, auction, but also being able to find an international buyer for their coffees. Yeah, I think. by Dale Harris. Hello Dale. Hey. Where's Dale? Uh, he's got tattoos, long hair. Where is he though? I don't know. In his car somewhere yeah. on the motorway. Dale was meant to be doing this part with me because Sonali was so happy to do it last time she said she wanted some time off but Dale isn't here and Sonali has kindly jumped in to help so thank you very much. Um, we're cupping, well we're cupping, we're tasting Vista El Val here. Yeah. What was your recipe for this one? Um, it was 19.2 grams in 34 out 32 seconds. Fantastic. So quite a long extraction there, yeah. like you're dragging it out a little bit. Yeah. Why would you do that? What would be your... I think it's just where I prefer. Yeah. Um, I think it would still be good a little bit shorter, but yeah. Yeah. So I love honeys as espresso because I think they have that viscosity mm -hmm. and the thickness and you definitely get that in this one, but the acidity is, whoa. Yeah. Um, I get a real kind of like juicy lemon. Mm -hmm. um, and it reminds me of Lemsip. I mean, I've talked about this throughout the tasting of this, and the Lemsip in a good way. Yeah. It's more like lemon rind to me. Yeah. I get quite, like, a nice bitterness, but... I get, like, an artificial lemon from it, more than yeah. a fresh lemon. Um, I really like that. But then the finish I love, because that pithiness, for me, is a little bit more astringency, like mm -hmm. black tea. Yeah. And, um, I yeah, no, I really enjoy it. It's, uh, it's good. And finishes off with, like, um, like, a red apple kind of acidity to it and sweetness as well but I, I really love this coffee it's uh, it's some great producers it also tastes better through Dale's competition glasses mm. don't you think wouldn't it be terrible if we dropped one yeah we'd be like one short <laughs> he should have been here shouldn't he <laughs> now I'm going to show you guys the shortest clip you've ever seen of a farm but it will give you an idea of what visiting a farm early in the evening um, looks like when you're looking over the whole of uh, San Jose in Costa Rica it's a beautiful little clip I love Costa Rica um, and I could say Pura Vida which is pure life in Costa Rica they say it all the time everywhere you go but instead of that I think I'm just going to say life is too short for bad coffee
just uh, have a good smell. <coughs> Sorry, I got, I ended up getting um, coffee up my nose and into my throat. Be careful not to do that at home, kids. Um.